Hello, my name is Erica the Millennial. And I'm Angie the Gen Z. So, thank you for joining us this Wednesday. I'm really excited to see what Angie has in store for us. I'm pretty excited too. This, I know I said that last time Erica was going to have a choice, but I kind of kind of begged her. She ve she kind of vetoed my vote and she decided that she's going to Yeah, I vouched speak. I vouched for her. She's going to Yeah, she basically voted for me. Um, but that's okay, right Angie? Yeah, cuz well, personally I like this story a lot. Um, I think you'll like it too, because we kind of have the same taste in some of the areas. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty interested in all these, like, weird or, like, paranormal stuff, so I am excited for that. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I really, I really do like it. I'm just, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how do we, how do, how haven't I, how have I not heard of all of these? Because I was also watching this, like, Netflix series. Yeah called Kai the Hitchhiking, like, axe-wielding I've heard, I've heard of hero. And then I oh, was thinking, I, I think this happened, like, in the early 2000s or something, and I was thinking, why did I never hear this? Like, I've been living under a rock. Like, I had no idea this was a thing. But he was, like, trending in all these, like, social media sites. I think it was, like... Was he barely trending, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess, like, well, during that time, he was barely trending. Oh, I thought you meant right now, right now. No, no, no. It, this is old. Like, they, I, they I didn't know this a, either. They already made a whole documentary about it and everything. Erica, you know I'm not really that what? advanced in, like, real life. Oh, no, not in real life. Only in... Non-fiction. Only in fiction? Yeah, <laughs> okay. sadly. Okay. But I, I've heard of him. I heard of the of that amongst you and our other siblings and, like, family members. Yeah, because I, really, I, I barely started watching it, and then I finished it. It was good. Uh, I liked it. It was good. I just wish it was because you, you know how like they usually have like three episodes per series? Yeah. Was it? This was just like a movie, like an hour oh, or so. so but was, I would have preferred was... three episodes. I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I understand. I, I like seeing those documentaries. I'm like, wow. But yeah. Me too sometimes. But yeah, you know. But yeah, so I was like to say, you know, I feel like I live under the rock because I have, I have, n I had no idea that was going on. I have no idea about these stories. Like I haven't heard of them other than from you. Yeah. So, you heard you heard some from TikTok, no? From TikTok, I mean, I only, I've only seen like the ba like the most basic ones, like Skinwalkers, and like I I saw this one. Um, well, that really thing isn't a creepy pasta. That's like oh, well, just like see, I haven't been haven't seen creepy pastas. Yeah. And then uh, there there is this one about this guy mm -hmm. that he like legit like punches ghosts. Have you seen him? <gasps> he's like he's like this Asian guy. I have no idea from yeah. what type. I've seen where, where there's one where he poured uh, boiling water on a ghost and he, the ghost screamed. Really? Screamed. Did yeah, it really? It was, it was pretty funny. The the ones I've seen is where he's kind of like hiding or he's kind of like just, like he's he's not hiding. He's kind of just there next to like the next to like a door or something. And like and like he opens it and he punches it, huh? No, or I don't like, know. Like or like like the ghost like peeks through, and he like he, he either punches it or he kicks it or he does something. Wait, then and I haven't. I'm pretty sure we've seen different ones because, um, the guy that you're talking about is he like in abandoned houses? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the guy I'm talking about is, like, a legit, like, guy in Japan. Like, he, he bought, um, this, like, little house. And supposedly it was really haunted, so he got it for cheap, I think. Yeah. And there, he's, like, he's literally just showing us how, like, he deals with ghosts. Like, there's one where, <laughs> there's, like I said, he, there's one where he heard, um, crying. And, like, he found, like, where the crying was. And so he grabbed, like, a pot of boiling water and poured it. And, like, all you heard was, like, a scream and then, like, it vanished. <laughs> that's so sad that is pretty funny actually that, that that gives me like scary movie vibes you know when like, like the funny one he, yeah you know scary movie yeah scary yeah, movie scary vibes movie. when like um she's taking care of this one lady 
Oh. And there's like and there's like Asian ghosts in there. Like a, it's supposed to represent like the grudge. like the grudge. Yeah, like it's like the like the grudge, like yeah. like spoofer or something or whatever, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And yeah, that that totally reminded me. No, but this guy, he's he's um no I've, he's actually I've seen those two on TikTok and, though. And it wasn't in Japan. It was like somewhere else. It was like, I feel like it's like, it, it gives me like Russian vibes. <laughs> no, Only... he's not Russian though. He's oh. like he's like, he's Asian though. I I don't know if he's like in. Philippines or oh, probably. Some I feel like other... I've seen it. There's one where like he kicked a ghost's head. I think so, yeah. yeah. I've seen I'll show it to you later. Please like, do. I wanna see if I know. I just think it's really I, 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 I think it's like funny. wow, like that guy's like he's like he's like legit like the like the like the what's it called? He's like the person that comes to mind when I think, you know, like fighting fighting ghosts. Like or ghost just... hunter, you know, like Oh yeah. Like legit, like either your flight or, or fight response, and his is always like, "Let me fight this ghost." It's kind, of, it's pretty funny. Yeah, but like, I see, I it. wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because I'm too scared. I feel like, I feel like my intrusive thoughts would win, and I'd be yeah. like, "Yeah, you should go punch the ghost." Oh, uh-uh, girl, I'd be too scared. And my, be like, intr- my intrusive thoughts would win. I would not approach. Mm. I would not approach that. I'd be You'd like, be too scared. I'm running away. I would run away. I would get Bambi, Lady, Belle, everybody, and run out. Everybody, not me. I said everybody. Oh. I, I, I'd want to punch the ghost in the face. I would like to. Never, then I guess I'm leaving you behind. If you're going to punch the ghost, would, you can I stay would, behind. I would swing at a ghost. <laughs> I would not be like, I would. what the heck? Like, there are some instances where I thought I heard something in my room and I would throw something at the, <laughs> I would throw something at like the corner where I thought it was. Cause Tila, it's Simba. <laughs> not Simba. Simba's on my bed. Simba's like, why'd you throw that at me? <laughs> no, because sometimes, like, sometimes I would... um, um. So my friend, the one that lives with us, Mm-hmm. Yeah. When me and her shared a room, she would be like, Angie, I would see things in your room. And then one time she woke me up and she was like, but she was half asleep. I don't think she remembers this. Because I told her about it later on. And she was like, I don't remember that. But she was half asleep. And she was like, Angie, there's something here. I'm like, where? She's like, there's something here. She pointed at a corner. And I threw something at the corner. And I swear I heard something like a thud, like midway, like flying. The thing you threw, girl, that's what you heard. No, it wasn't like, it was like midway through the air. It like, it feels like it touched something invisible. It's like, it's, it's hard to explain, okay? Like, I, me and Tila were both shocked. Well, Angie. But it was like, kind of like unexpected. Like, we we're both staring at it, and then I just threw something. One of my toys, like one of my plushies. And we heard like a thud. Like a. It was like, your plushie hitting the floor. No, it wasn't that, because I remember it was like midway through the air. Like, at the corner of my bed. It like, hit something in the middle of the air. Which made a thud, like, midway through, and then all of a sudden, it just falls. Yeah, that's kind of funny. It's pretty funny. Actually, I would have been so scary, I would have put myself. I, I, I was laughing. You were laughing? Uh, it was, like, 3 a.m. It was kind of funny. Which makes it even worse. Girl, it's 3 a.m. It's the witching hour. Yeah, but we never saw anything after that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you scared it. I probably did. He didn't expect it. He was like, oh, these people fight back. And like, oh, she got ghost is like, I'm not about that life. I threw a doll, you know, my my mong doll you you bought for me. A hot topic. So I helped you. You're yeah, because it's kind of hard. You're welcome. That's why like the thud was like more like prominent. It was, like, I saved your life that day. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> saved Tila's life. I wasn't worrying about it. Tila's life. Tila was asleep. She didn't even know about it. She was half either. asleep. She was half asleep. She didn't even remember it. She was like, Angie, there's something there. And I'm like, what? I don't see it. Probably because I was like kind of awake. Cause she scared me when she woke me up. Cause she like shook me. You know how much of a deep sleeper I am. Yeah. Yeah, you have to like physically like shake me. Extremely deep. Yeah, so deep. I don't wake up to alarms, but yeah, oh, yeah. she shook me awake and I was like, huh? 
And then I woke up because she was like, Angie, there's something there. So I was like, oh. my fight or flight senses kicked in and I chose fight. You threw it. I chose fight. I was staring at the corner. I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, there's something there. And we both stared at it for like three seconds and then I threw it. And then we both just looked at each other and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> You're like, I got him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, bitch. Dude. I was like... Just because you're invisible doesn't mean I can't see your fear. I'm kidding. <laughs> I smell your fear. I smell it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm funny. Yeah. Looking. Oh. Just kidding. <gasps> How dare you. <laughs> okay, Angie. Um, come ready to hear what you have to say. Alright. So, today's story. Um, I don't know if you heard of this. It is, um, it is pretty popular amongst creepypasta and just in general, like, scary stories what is it it's called the russian sleep experiment i don't know if you ever heard of it oh you know have what you i heard think of I have. It? yeah it's one I've of those either heard of it or read a little bit about it on facebook well either way i'm gonna read it to you all okay good because i'm pretty sure either if i did hear it, i did not hear all of it or did not read all mm-hmm. of it probably portions but probably. yeah i'm excited to see what you have because you might know different things or this is my favorite story. I have more detail to it. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just, whenever it comes to, like, impostors, like, when they're, like, set back, like, in the past. Okay. Yeah, it gives it more, like, like, of a... like, in Soviet Russia. Yeah, it gives it more, like, a like of an like, eerie feeling to it. Yeah. Kind of, in a way, knowing that, or... Yeah. That it could happen in the past. Yeah. This was, like... Yeah, like, um... So we're in the history of It was the 1940s, basically, yeah. We're in the history of the creepypasta. I love when, I love, I love it when it's in the past. I love when it's old. Okay. Okay, I'll start. Okay. So, Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based stimulant. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them. Since it was high, since it was, it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before closed circuit cameras so they had only microphones and five inch thick glass porthole sized windows to monitor them and this the, gas that's supposed to keep it awake keep them awake yeah so they're like basically like war prisoners i haven't i was gonna say i have no idea who would voluntarily volunteer for this like voluntarily like their own free will because i love sleep and I'm pretty sure people love sleep too yeah and i think i've heard that you can go like a whole week without food, just water, but but you can only go a few days without sleep. Well, you can't go like three days without water, actually. No, I said like. Oh, oh sorry. What I meant to say is, you can go a whole week without food. Yeah. Just water. Yeah. And you'll be fine. Like you'll still like you probably be like really hungry, but you'll be. Yeah, I heard. You'll still survive if you don't sleep. Like you'll like slowly go insane, and I feel like that will kill you. Yeah. And then like no sleep, like. Yeah, that is pretty lethal. Yeah. But this was an experiment, and they were prisoners. Actually, they were political prisoners. Okay, keep going. (laughs) So, the chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep in, but there was no bedding, running water, and a toilet, and enough dried food to last all five for over a month. The test subjects were political prisoners, deemed enemies of the state during World War II. Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, having been promised that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. So it's kind of like, you have to volunteer in order to gain your freedom. Sorry, I hit the microphone. <laughs> what, what, if, what if you start 
like, n like nodding off. Do they like shock you awake? Um. Oh, sorry. We'll, Continue. We'll, we'll get to Continue, that. Continue, yeah, bro. We'll get then, to that. I'm starting to think already, but good. Yeah. Go Their conversations and activities were monitored, and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their past. And the general tone of their conversations took on a darker aspect after the four-day mark. So, like, the gas was already turned on and stuff like that. This is the effect of the gas. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternately whispering to the microphones and a one-way mirror porthole. Oddly... They all seemed to think that they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades, the other subjects, in captivity with them. At first, the researchers sub suspected this was an effect of the gas itself. After nine days, the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber, repeatedly yelling at the top of his lungs for three hours straight. He continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks after that. Because he ruptured his vocal cords. Yeah, I was going to say, he probably... He lost his voice. Yeah, he... The researchers, like... After that, the researchers were like... The researchers postulated that he had physically torn out his own vocal cords, actually. Oh. Well, I mean, he hasn't slept in a while, so he's probably going a little insane. Because the gas does, it keeps you awake. Like, even if you're tired can't sleep mm -hmm. i would mm. be so mad i would be upset <laughs> i would be so grumpy <laughs> they're going insane continue yeah they're going really bad the most surprising thing about this behavior is how other captives reacted to it or rather they didn't react at all they continued whispering to the microphones until the second of the captives started screaming the two non-screaming captives now started to take book books apart and began to smear pages with their own feces and paste them calmly over the glass portholes. Started to barricade themselves in. Oh my gosh. The screaming promptly stopped. So did the whispering to the microphones. After three more days passed, the researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure they were working. Since they, since they thought it impossible that no sound could be coming with five people inside. The oxygen consumption in the tank in the chamber indicated that all five must still be alive. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy level of sternness exercise. On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers did something they said they would not do to get a reaction from the captives. They used the inter intercom inside the chamber, hoping to provoke any response from the captives. They were afraid they were... Afraid were either dead or vegetables. They announced, we are opening the chamber to test the microphones, step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of your immediate freedoms. Just one person? Yeah. Mm. That's a fight waiting to happen. Especially after you've been tortured like that. Okay, go. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase in a calm voice response. We no longer want to be freed debate broke out among the researchers and the military forces funding their research. Unable to provoke any more responses using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. The chamber was flushed of the simulant gas and filled with fresh air, and immediately 
voices from the microphones began to object. Three different voices began begging as if pleading for the life of loved ones to turn the gas back on. The chamber was opened and soldiers sent in to retrieve the test subjects. They began to scream louder than ever and so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were still alive, although no one could really call this state that they were in life. The food rations past day five had not been so much as touched. There were chunks of meat from the dead subjects' thighs and chest stuffed into the drains, stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber floor, blocking the drain and allowing four inches of water to accumulate on the floor. Precisely how much water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. All four surviving test subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies. The destruction of flesh and exposed bones on their fingertips indicated that the wounds were inflicted by hand, not with teeth as the researchers initially thought. Closer examination of the positions and angles of the wounds indicate the most, if not all, of them were self-inflicted. The abdominal organs below the ribcage of all four test subjects had been removed while the heart, lungs, and diaphragm remained in place. So they removed their own organs. Oh my gosh, how are they still alive? The gas? The gas The gas is alive? something else. Yeah? Wow. And the blood loss. Yeah. And the oh. shock. Well, I mean, they were probably ready to work shocked. Oh, yeah, but like the gas is like turned them into like these weird like monsters. Basically, no, essentially. They became too dependent on the gas. It's kind of like addiction. They wanted the gas. They needed the gas or else they felt like they were going to die. You know, they basically were dying, but really not. But they probably were dying a little slower, maybe? Or probably. Because if they can endure all that and one already died. The other yeah. one's probably killed them, huh? Probably. Is what it seems like. Probably, or he killed himself. Probably killed himself and before and like everything else happened. His own meat down the drain. Probably he was he went too crazy. Mm. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so, the skin, and most of the muscles attached to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing the lungs through the rib cage. All the blood vessels and organs remained intact. They had just been taken out and laid on the floor, fanning out around the eviscerated but still living bodies of the subjects. The digestive tract of all four could be seen to be working, digesting food. It quickly became apparent that what they were digesting was their own flesh that had been ripped off and eaten over the course of days. Most of the soldiers were Russian special operatives at the facility, but still, Many refused to return to the chamber to remove the test subjects. They continued to scream to be left in the chamber and alternately, alternately, alternately begged and demanded that the gas be turned back on, lest they fall asleep. To everyone's surprise, the test, the test subjects put up a fierce fight in the process of being removed from the chamber. One of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out. Another was gravely injured by having his testicles ripped off. Oh my god. And an artery in his leg severed by one of the subject's teeth. What? They're savages. Yeah. Another five of the soldiers lost their lives if you count ones that committed suicide in the weeks following the incident. But they're saying that they're traumatized. Well, yeah. What the heck? 
I would have been so scared. I would be like, I would traumatized too. Let's not do that. That was a bad idea. <laughs> Just imagine that scene. No. But okay. Anyways, <laughs> in the struggle, one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured, and he bled out almost immediately. The medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but this proved impossible. He was injected with more than 10 times the human dose of a morphine derivative and still felt like like a cornered animal. Breaking the ribs and arms of one doctor. When the heart was seen to beat for a full two minutes after he had bled out to the point there was more air in his vascular system than blood. Even after it stopped, he continued to scream and flail. For another three minutes, struggling to attack anyone in reach and just repeated the word more over and over, weaker and weaker until he finally fell silent. The surviving three test subjects were heavily restrained and moved to a medical facility. The two with intact vocal cords continuously begging for the gas, demanding to be kept awake. The most injured one of the three was taken to the only surgical operating room that the facility had. In the process of preparing the subject to have his organs replaced or placed back within his body, it was found that he was effectively immune to the sedative they had given to him to prepare him for the surgery. He fought furiously against his restraints when the when the anesthetic gas was brought out to put him under. He managed to tear most of the way through a four inch wide leather strap on one wrist even though the weight of a 200-pound soldier holding the wrist as well, or even through, sorry. It took only a little more anesthetic than normal to put him under, and the instant his eyelids fluttered and closed, his heart stopped. So, technically, if they sleep, they die. That's why they want to keep being kept awake. Yeah, that's what I was going to need to kind of say. That's kind of what I thought. Basically, they were like, don't put me to sleep. Cause I'll die. Turn the gas back on, cause I, if I sleep, I'll die. Like that's gonna be the last time they ever no. close their eyes. No matter how crazy they went, they don't. Okay. They want to be kept alive. An autopsy of the test subject that died on the operating table. It was found that his blood had tripled the normal level of oxygen. His muscles that were still attached to his skeleton were badly torn, and he had nine broken bones. Because of the struggle he had to not be subdated, subdued or sedated. Most of them were from the force his own muscles had exerted on themselves. The second survivor had been the first of the group of five to start screaming. His vocal cords destroyed. He was unable to beg or object to surgery. And he only reacted by shaking his head violently in disapproval when the anesthetic gas was brought near him. He shook his head yes when someone suggested reluctantly. They tried the surgery without anesthetic and did not react for the entire six-hour procedure of replacing his abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin. The surgeon presiding stated repeatedly that it should be medically possible for it should be medically impossible for a patient to still be alive after that. One terrified nurse assisting the surgery stated that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his eyes met hers. When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. Assuming this must be something of drastic importance, the surgery the surgeon 
had a pen and pad fetched so the patient could write his message. It was simple. Keep cutting. They oh enjoyed my gosh. it. He he liked that. He liked the pain. He enjoyed the pain. That's why I think that's why they that's probably why they mutilated themselves. Because maybe that was pleasure for them. Maybe the gas turned that feeling of pain into pleasure. Well, considering that they were going crazy and they haven't slept for a while, I would believe that. Like, yeah. yeah. Oof. Wow, this is a little... It's not as gory as the other stories. Well, it doesn't go that much into detail. No, but, but I mean, you can kind of imagine It's still kind of scary it. Like, medically, me. you can kind of imagine what's yeah. going on with their bodies. And I feel like that's more scary than the other stories. That's why I kind of like this. Because it's not that gory or that put into detail when it comes to gore. But, like, I like that you can imagine it more. I can imagine more because the other ones are kind of like, um, well, Suicide Squidward was a cartoon. So I can't really imagine a cartoon. Or I can't really, like, yeah, I can't really imagine that would happen in a cartoon. Yeah. And what was the one uh, before that? Laughing Jack? Laughing Jack. That was, like, some unexplained magic or something like that that I just can't imagine because I've never experienced it. And Smile Dog. Well, I guess I can't imagine that, but there wasn't, like, a lot of, like, gore in it. Yeah. So it didn't really make it that interesting, but it was interesting, so. Yeah. Hmm. But anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, the other two test subjects were given the same surgery, both without anesthetic as well. Although they had to be injected with a paraly- paralytic for the duration of the operation. Their surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation while the patients laughed continuously. Once paralyzed, the subjects could only follow the attending researchers with their eyes. The paralytic cleared their systems in an abnormally short period of time and they were soon trying to escape their bounds or their bonds. The moment they could speak, they were again asking for the stimulant gas. The researchers tried asking why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped out their own guts, and why they wanted to be given the gas again. Only one response was given. I must remain awake. All three subjects' restraints were reinforced and they were placed back into the chamber, awaiting determination as to what should be done with them. The researchers facing the wrath of their military benefactors for having failed the stated goals of their project, considered euthanizing the surviving subjects. The commanding officer, an ex-KGB, instead saw potential and wanted to see what would happen if they were put back on the gas. The researchers strongly objected, but were overruled. So to the commanding officer, I'm assuming it was kind of like a sick enjoyment. Like, it was like, it was like, um, you know, like those like people that, like to watch something even though it's wrong but it's enjoyable because they're just kind of like twisted in their mind i guess so he could also also just been like well we're they already made it this far into the research might as well just see what else happens like mm-hmm. kind of like a, cur- a little cur- curious and also he must be thinking we already funded this so i guess but like a lot of soldiers died from this erica so like a lot uh-huh. a lot so that's why i'm like i'm saying like it's kind of like sick curiosity at this point. Yeah. Mm. In preparation for being sealed in the chamber again, the subjects were connect were connected to an EEG monitor 
and had their restraints padded for long-term confinement. To everyone's surprise, all three stopped struggling the moment it was let slip that they were going back on the gas. It was obvious that at this point, all three were putting up a great struggle to stay awake. One of the subjects that could speak was humming loudly and continuously. The mute subject was straining his legs against the leather bounds with all his might, first left, then right, then left again, for something to focus on. The remaining subjects, the remaining subject was holding his head off his pillow and bleaking rapidly. Having been the first to be wired for EEG, most of the researchers were monitoring his brain. Brain waves. In surprise. <laughs> they were normal most of the time, but sometimes flatlined inexplicably. It looked as if he were repeatedly suffering brain death before returning to normal. As they focused on the paper scrolling out of the brainwave monitor, only one nurse saw his eyes slip shut. At the same moment his head hit the pillow, his brain waves immediately changed to that of a deep sleep, then flatlined for the last time as his heart simultaneously stopped. So while off the gas, they're getting sleepy again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah so they were like struggling. So long without sleeping. Mm-hmm. You're I could just feel, you know, when you're trying to stay awake. I can for feel so it. Long, like, can you imagine like, them 15 plus, like, plus days, like, being awake and then them trying to fight for their life because they're that's Cause, what they're doing they're yeah, fighting they're, for their lives because they know if they go to sleep they're gonna die mm-hmm. and it, like it's kind of weird because this story like they it, it's basically they're, they're, they're kind of like monsters from what i see but they're still normal it's just that the the grass like messed them up so bad that they're trying to do anything yeah so they awake so they're like they look human well, kind of. They're, like, well, mutilated at this point. Well, yeah, but they're mutilated humans. But they're yep. still human. Mm-hmm. Genetically, they're human. But that gas kind of, like... Mm, like, mutated them in some kind of way. Yeah. yeah I, so I was like, thinking, like, making them to, like, kind of, like, super soldiers. You know? Kind of. Because they... Yeah. All of a sudden, they don't feel pain as much. Or they like the pain. And then or all like, of a sudden... Or, like, pleasurable. Yeah. Maybe. And then they're, like... And they, they don't like need to sleep. They're just, like, strong, and they just kind of, like... And they're pretty strong for, like, being bones. so, like, fragile and small and, like, weak and injured. They're strong, which is even more scary. Yeah. Mm. But it's only, like, if they see that they're not getting what, they're, what they want, which is the gas. Oops, sorry. So they became, like, addicted to the gas. Yeah. Like, a drug to them. Yeah, so... Mm. Okay. It's pretty scary. Oh. <sighs> the only remaining subject that could speak started screaming to be sealed in now. His brainwaves showed the same flat lines as one who had just died from falling asleep. The commander gave the order to seal the chamber with both subjects inside, as well as three researchers. Oof. The researchers? Three of them were assigned so to be in see? there too. Yeah. What they do? Oh my god. Can you imagine being that researcher? Yep. Terrified. I'd be terrified because you're going to be sealed in with the gas. I'd be like, oh my god. I never thought of that. Girl, look at the be... gas. I just, I just thought that they the were going to be stuck in there with the, with the, with the, with the patients. No, they're going to seal them in see, with the gas. And see them through. Uh, that's uh, I, didn't, I just totally forgot with the gas. Okay. Oh my god. Oof. This is like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's scary because. Wait, wouldn't they, they give them like, 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 like a hazmat, like a hazmat mask suit or something, you know? Wouldn't they give them like a respirator that. Protects against the gas? 
No. No. We're going to talk about that right now? No. <laughs> okay. You'll see All right. what's going to happen. Go ahead. Okay? One of the named... One of the named three researchers immediately drew his gun and shot the commander point blank between the eyes, then turned the gun on the mute subject and blew his brains out as well. He pointed his gun at the remaining subject, still restrained to the bed as the remaining members of the medical and research team flipped the room. I won't be, I won't be locked in here with these things, not with you, he screamed at the man strapped to the table. What are you? He demanded, I must know. The subject smiled. Have you forgotten so easily? The subject asked. We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. The researcher paused they named at the subject's heart and fired. The EEG flatlined as the subject weakly choked out. So nearly free. That's the end of the story, Erica. How do you feel about did it? Did he shoot him? I'm assuming, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did shoot him. You, you, you said he shot him in the heart. Yep. And, oh, yeah, he said that, like, while dying. Mm. How do you feel? What did you think of this story? It's my favorite story. Also, because I feel like it's my favorite because it's the most realistic yes. well because i can i can imagine it like back in the 1940s oh i'm pretty oh sure God. they they've must have like experimented a bunch on i'm pretty sure on people on on like war war, war like, criminals war criminals no not or just like that political just, like criminals. captives too yeah i think a long time ago I, I saw this documentary on this um german nazi like doctor mm-hmm. and he was like experimenting with these um women I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It was in some oh, Spanish-speaking country in the in, in South America somewhere. Because oh, okay. so like there's like this town that has a bunch of twins. Oh, and it's okay, because no, I've I've heard of have that. you heard of that? I've heard and of that. And it's and it's because like that like like that doctor was kind of like experimenting. He was like intrigued of the thought of twins. Yeah. So then he started because you know he kind of was thinking oh it'd be pretty cool to, if we had the superior race come up in, in twos. Every single yeah. time someone's pregnant, so that's why he was like, kind of like, but he, but before all that, he was kind of experimenting on women, that like pregnant women that yeah. that he had like caught like either like Jewish women or women of color or something, yeah. and he he basically like either he would say okay what, what would happen if I don't let this baby be born when it wants to come out, so then he would like tie the woman's legs together, as the woman no. was was trying to be was in labor, and then he would basically see what would happen, or he would like inject stuff into her. To her, like into her womb, oh, while see. the baby was still in there, and see what what, what would happen. Oh, so he no. he would do like these like really like gruesome and grotesque like experiments on the woman, and then so since you know when um, World War Two was over, and and they basically um, so they lost right mm-hmm. the Ger- the Germans lost, mm-hmm. so the Nazis were kind of like fleeing, yeah, for their crimes. So he so he fled um, Europe. And he went over to South America. So yeah. there's this one spot now that that there's a lot of twins being born, but because he was kind of experimenting on them from there as well, like, yeah. he, like either he was injecting something into them or he was doing something that was making the woman kind of have two babies instead of one. Yeah, and like genetically, I think that just continued. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a documentary of that actually, and like 
I seen a documentary where like one of the victims was actually a twin herself. Oh, like really? it was a twin girl, and her sister died during the experiments. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. I did not know that. This was a long time ago. I, I forgot what it, the yeah, the documentary was called. The the girl the or the lady she was old now, but yeah, she was just talking about how like her memories, and like how like she remembered her sister dying, and I thought it was pretty sad because that was like her only safe haven was her sister. Yeah. Imagine seeing your your sister or someone so close to you die in like a horrible way. Be pretty upset. Yeah, that messes a person up. I know a mentally. Lot. Apparently, so does not sleeping messes you up. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, I've... And taking a large amount of some weird gas that the Russians make. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Soviet sure. Union. Yeah. Russians. Yeah, so... So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one, too, and I found it really interesting when I when I read it the first mm-hmm. time, too. Because um, it, this... It seems like the most plausible. Out yeah. Of everything That's why it's my favorite. Heard, out of all the other fictional, like, creepypastas we have heard, mm-hmm. this one's, like, the most plausible one, because it seems like, you know, there would be some experimentation going on. Yeah. And then I have heard that you do kind of go a little, like, kind of, crazy. like, crazy, kind of yeah, loopy, kind of wonky in the head whenever you do not sleep as much, because yeah. basically sleeping is your brain's way of resting up. Yeah. You, yeah, you do go crazy. You, like, start hallucinating and stuff like that. Yeah, and, you, you know, like, there's always, like, this, like, darker side of like humans oh yeah uh that some people kind of like show and others don't Mm -hmm. some people kind of like mask it other people people don't mask it so i mean without sleeping they probably lost that inability to stop masking it so Mm -hmm. so like it just came out yeah the human brain is so amusing to me honestly yeah it's really interesting like like, there's mm. such a great mystery i know you know (laughs) sorry just a little fun fact that I saw on TikTok that I actually do believe because at this point what is, what is there to not believe that supposedly the brain is capable of living thousands of years but our bodies the thing that our brain like is like inside its habitat is just too weak oh to keep us alive yep our brain's power is strong enough to keep us or to keep itself alive but since our body is like Oh, yeah. so the the brain, like, so basically the brain slash consciousness can still remain alive. So that means that the matrix can be possible, or like probably, or I, like, I or like pre- preserving, like like when they say that they preserve someone's head for their brain, and then they're trying to to see if like later on in the future, like they find a way to like bring it back to life. Yep. Also, I've been hearing, I don't know if this is fake, because I remember a long time ago, because sometimes I'm on YouTube, right, and I just like. I, I, I like looking through, like, medical facts or just, like, some weird medical anomalies or something like that. And I remember seeing that, um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I think so because it was a documentary style, but it was British, about the first human head transplant onto a body. Because there was a... Um, head transplant? Yeah. This was back in, like, 2015, though. I think. I, I forgot, but it was, like, a few years back. But there was this guy... He was, like, paralyzed from the waist down. Or, like, the neck down. Or just, like... Yeah, like, the neck down. So, they cut off his head. They placed it in ice or something like that. Or, like, they placed it in, like, some sort of machine that would help keep it alive. Because you know how, like, for heart transplants, they made this machine where it keeps it pumping and alive for a longer time than just having it in ice or something? Yeah. I think they did that to the to the head. And then they rip, they put the head on, like, this cadaver that matched... I guess what the head needed. 
um, basically you need like H HLA typing, so yep. so your body so it it wouldn't reject it. Mm -hmm. So they're probably the same HLA type. Yeah. So, but that was like a long wait list. I'm pretty sure, long wait list. Because you know they had to like wait for how the corpse. expensive this is. The way you're saying it, I just think of the cost. I'm like, well, this was in Europe, girl. Erica. Oh, so it's probably cheaper. But here in the U.S., mm -hmm. I don't, well, I don't think they, do they pay for surgery over there? I know that the healthcare is free. Maybe they do pay for some surgery, but like, it's know. not expensive. I saw it's not, in TikTok expensive. that this lady had like flight insurance or something. She mm -hmm. kind of like broke something. She went over there, and they're all like. Ooh, the x-ray is a little expensive. She's like, how much? And she's like, just like $100. And she's oh, that's like, not that's nothing. Over here, it's like like in the thousands. Probably. It's probably like $10,000 or $1,000. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. A lot. Actually, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I remember when I was when I was like first hearing about like facial transplants. And now that. So I was like amused, amused. That's when like my mind, like something flickered in me. I was like, anything's kind of possible. That's insane. But can you imagine how, like, weird he must have felt if it would have... I think he was, was born was paralyzed. successful? Yeah, it was, actually. He he walked after that and he was able to move? Well, I'm guessing he has to learn how to walk. Because mm. it's kind of like a baby. He was born paralyzed. Oh, so he didn't know how to... Yeah, okay. yeah, so he had to, like, learn everything fresh, fresh. He never experienced that, so I'm guessing it's, like, it's going to take a long time. He must have felt really out of, like, place. Like, he must have just, felt really yeah, uncomfortable in his own body. Yeah, because that wasn't his body, so he pro his brain probably knew it's not my body. Probably, and it was just he must have felt like so weird. Cause you know yeah. sometimes that happens, or they've they've heard they like there's been instances where like you get like a transplant, and they're all like, oh, this is not mine, or they feel out of place or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like a yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's like something opposite about that, where like let's say like you have a healthy limb, but you feel like it's not yours in either way. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I was thinking of that. Maybe I was thinking of I that. Remember that. It's like somebody, like, one day they, like, look at their arm and they're like, this is useless. I don't need this. And they have, like, the heavy need to amputate it. And so they do. They amputate their arm. Even oh. though it's, like, perfectly healthy. I forgot what it's called, but it's, like, a, a mental disorder, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind then. That's different. I don't know about that. That but, was, yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Ooh. But, yeah, that's, that's really, that's, that's all I have to say and that's... I don't know if you have anything else to say. Mm, let me think. Uh, that's scary. I'm going to go to sleep on time now. <laughs> there you go. Me. Just staying awake late at night. It's fun staying awake. I mean, yeah. Well, I think... And I think just on TikTok or playing games. Also, Erica, I feel like we'll be okay since we're not consuming... Yeah. An, ...a copious amount of gas. Yeah. That's Who knows? Like that. Like that, like that cocktail of chemicals that could have been there. I know. It was fictional. I'm just like in my head. I'm like, I want more details. We need the ingredients need. list. I need. We need the ingredients list. Yeah, I'll, I'm not gonna make it, but like, I just need to know but what's just, in it. Yeah, what's and that? Just, just, just in case, like, I have to be aware of like of anything that's like near me. Then just like, mm, <laughs> what if that contains that? Oh my gosh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so I'm sleeping on time now. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. But we have to sleep on time. We do, but. I'm, we can't really, because I'm usually down here waiting for you to get home Probably. from work. Yeah. You get home from work really late, so. Yeah. But then we mm -hmm. sleep a good amount of time. You sleep a yeah. lot, girl. You I, wake I think up I'm until... Good. I think I'm good for losing a few hours of sleep, actually. Your eyes say otherwise. Dude, I'm... I'm just my kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
How dare you? <laughs> Me too, my puffy eyes. Oh my gosh, Angie. Hmm. Okay. I think that's it for today's story, right? That is it for today's story. Okay, awesome. Thank you all for listening today. Um, we are either, Angie, either we're going to listen to the second story that you, you have ready, right? Yep. Or we're also thinking about maybe possibly doing like a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. But this time I'll be telling Angie's story or I'll t- be telling Angie anything about the topic we think of that day. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. be a topic where she's more educated on it. Yeah. We'll have to do some research. We'll, but we won't expose it yet, but like, until yes. the episode. <laughs> yeah, but we might be thinking of doing that, so it just depends on whether I have a time or not because of work and yep. and everything else going on in life. Mm-hmm. But I will, be, I will be working hard on getting that done so I can share it here with everybody. But I'm excited. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, please follow if you're not following so you can get updates on when the podcast is, is released. Mm-hmm. Is out, yes. Um, go follow our Instagram, Fester Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Twitter, Fester Thoughts. Yes, but with no e. Well, there's the last e after or the be- before the before the d is gone because it didn't really fit in the it's, username. Oh. And then we have a TikTok at Fester Thoughts, which is spelled normally. And Facebook as well. We have a Facebook Fester yes. Thoughts Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yes, please go show support. We listen to you guys whenever you guys have um. In the opinions. opinions. Yeah, we like, we like, I like listening to people's like opinions and critiques, like critiques. Their critiques. I like, critiques. I like listening yes. to it. Even if it's like considered mean, I take it to appreciation. Like when, when your friend, <laughs> when, 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 not your friend, when, when some people said that I was screaming too loud in their ears. Cause like, I, I would hear it too. I like in editing, I would tell, I'll tell you, like Erica, they're like, oh my god, I'm so loud. What can we do? Because we can't really. We're already recording. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I took that into appreciation, and I hope I sound better. <laughs> so that's it for today. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you guys next Wednesday for the next episode. Bye. Bye bye.